So my name is Sebastian Brandt, or should I say Sebastian Brandt? Now you guess where I'm from. I'm French. Uh, I'm married with Jessica, or Jess. We have three kids. And since four years, a bit more than four years now, we are serving uh, both of us in GLOW, at the GLOW Center, for GLOW and for Tisley College. I don't know if you heard about Tisley College or GLOW, but we are serving full-time um, here. And basically, French people serving in Scotland for Europe, if you follow <laughs> here. So we are French, born together in France. Our kids are born in France as well. But my wife is from an Italian family. She speaks fluent Italian, and basically everything in my wife is Italian. So we are kind of weird couple, French, Italian, living in Scotland. If you hear my daughter, my second daughter, Amy, she's 12, if you speak with her, she sounds like a pure Motherwell girl, North Lanarkshire girl. And uh, my oldest, Amy, uh, Charlene, she's 16, and she's a bit the same, uh, but she's a bit more French maybe. And Julian, or Juju, is the wee boy, five years of age. And he's, as you say, full of beans. Always running everywhere, always breaking everything. But he's lovely. So this morning, um, I want to ask you some questions before I start. I will look at a passage in John's Gospel. And um, I want to ask you, have you ever been frustrated? And have you ever been frustrated with God? You know, waiting for an answer, asking questions, and not knowing the answer. Kind of, you know, walking like a blind person. And like, why God? Why? I just want a clear answer. As a missionary, that, that's quite of my daily life with God. Where I should go, what I should do, how, how you're going to provide for us. But all these questions are interesting in the New Testament. Because if you look the Gospels... Jesus and the disciples, they are a bit like that. There's a lot of frustrations. And I, I will argue that there's a lot of frustration both sides. From Jesus, because he tried again and again and again to be understood. And they don't get it. Or from the disciples. They listen to this man saying stuff and they're like just amazed. But they're like sometimes we are lost. We don't understand what you mean by that. But we have the scripture of the Old Testament and, and you're saying stuff we, we don't understand. We learn, for instance, that the Sabbath, we should do nothing during the Sabbath. And you arrive and you heal people during Sabbath. You do something. So what we should do? There's a tension like that always with Jesus. And um, I liked, I liked the, the text that we're going to use this morning in John, John's Gospel because uh, I think that is exactly what we should do as Christians. There is tension with God, always. But mainly because we are human beings. And He is God. So if you claim this morning to understand God, let me doubt that very strongly. Because He is God. Now, Jesus is saying to His disciples, or explaining to them again and again and again truth. And they don't get it. But once... Jesus is teaching something, and I understood reading this text. What I should do when I don't understand. What I should do when I can't see a thing. is to trust and obey. Even if I don't have the answer, I just need to trust and obey my Lord. In fact, the text we're going to read now, 
he's telling us that. So if you have a Bible, or I think that will be, or this is already here, uh, John 14. I'm going to read the first six verses, but if you have a Bible, please let the Bible open, because I, I may use the entire chapter in reality, but for time's sake, I'm just going to read the first few verses. Jesus is speaking to his disciples here. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. Now, just let me say something here. Depend the version you have. You could have trust or believe. Okay? The same meaning anyway. In my father's house are many rooms. It were, if it were so, not so, I would have told you. I am going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I'm going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Let's pray together. Father, we want to thank you again for this morning, this lovely, shining morning, Lord. But we want to thank you because we are able to come together. We are able to come together looking at your word, praising your name, worshipping your name, Lord Jesus. We want to be thankful because we have this freedom to come closer to you. We have this freedom to be reconciled to you through the cross, through your sacrifice. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for what you have done and for this teaching this morning. In your precious name, Lord. Amen. The context is very important for me here this morning. Here's the scene. You have Jesus and the disciples in the room, and they are having a meal. Now, if you don't know nothing about this story, that's the last meal, or what we call the Last Supper. In the Gospels, or the Gospels, it's more, you know, explain what is this Last Supper. In John's Gospel, not that much. The only thing we know is some really, really important stuff just happened during this meal. First and foremost, Jesus washed the disciples' feet. But when he was, while he was doing that, sorry, he also said, well, you, Judas, you are going to betray me. Continuing to wash the feet. And then he came to Peter. You, Peter, you are going to deny me. And then he continued. So you see here a very situation where there's tension. Probably from the disciples' side, they're like, what is he talking about? We love you, Jesus. Why I will deny you? Why, why I will betray you? And who is going to betray? Who is going to do that? And from Jesus, I spent three years with them. And they are still at this stage. And from this situation, if I was in the same place of Jesus, I would be very annoyed, very frustrated. And I will... As a good Frenchman, I will just scream and shout at my disciples, probably slapping them, saying, what are you doing? Three years with me, you learn nothing. But instead of doing that, Jesus is looking at them with, I, I understood with the kind of loving and compassionate look. And looking at them, he said, do not let your heart be troubled. You don't know, and that's fine. That's fine. Just believe. Trust 
in me and do not worry. There is many reasons to be worried here. But Jesus said, do not let your heart be troubled. Just believe. Just trust. And three thoughts I want to share with you here this morning. The first one is, from that, Jesus is not going to stop here. From that statement, do not let your heart be troubled. Jesus is going to give some ammunition to this thought. He's going to give some promises to the disciples. The reason to not let your heart be troubled, it's because, and he's going to develop promises. But also, Jesus is going to point something very important. If you want to follow me, if you want that your heart is not going to be troubled, even if you don't know, if you want to live like that, well, I'm asking you to believe, and he's going to specifically argue with them about obeying. If you love me, he's going to say, you obey my commands. It's not just about trusting and following. Oh yeah, Jesus, yeah, we, we follow this kind of guy. We follow his teaching, that, that's fine. No, Jesus is asking for more than that. And then at the end, Jesus is going to, from the promises and the importance to obey,